Welcome. You're tuned into the Living in Rhythm podcast, where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. Yeah, I'm Sister Sunday, and I came here to let my soul shine. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Envision the mission with precision and let the power of love shine through. That's what we're going to do this session. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we're going to get into Leo. We're we're in those early degrees of Leo and I want to talk a lot about the sun and its radiance and our soul shine expression. We're going to get into the moon, which is going to be in Scorpio squaring the sun on August 5th. So we'll be coming up on that or waxing towards that first quarter square. And then I want to get deeper into this north node conjunct Uranus and Mars in Taurus. It's time to activate our soul mission, y'all. This is the axis of love and power asking us to envision with precision, (laughs) a.k.a. focus our intentions. So I want to talk about mentalism and the observer effect. And we're just going to we're going to get a little bit deeper into this art and science of tuning into ourselves with the sun and the moon and the earth and the elements and really just connecting on a higher level with a higher mind, with a higher focus to make good use of our time and to build towards a future that we really want to see in this world. Yeah, let's tune in. Take a nice deep inhale and exhale and just find your seat or your feet and ground your energy, anchor your root into the earth and feel that grounded connection to this planet that we live on and Begin to calibrate the core by focusing your awareness on your center of gravity and just keeping your own rhythmic timing of your breath. I want to focus on the heart and the four directions, the diagonals in between, that space that makes up your field. Take a nice deep inhale and exhale. just tune in and start to visualize really feeling that breath and circulation moving through the central axis up and out and around into your toroidal circulation that that motion that goes up through the center out and around and strengthens your aura and your magnetic field And just notice how efficient you're getting. We are all getting at this. I mean, if this is a practice, we're looking for that efficiency to be able to drop into our center, really tune in, organize our center of gravity, begin to circulate energy through the field and and just become aware of what needs more energy and what doesn't. And just really tuning in and bringing more, more energy and circulation to those places that need it, you know? We want to start to observe our own ability to be efficient and precise with this practice. 
And what I, what I've been practicing is, is the idea that I could take one to three breaths to reset. And so feel that the one to three breaths. So let's do it right now. All together. You're going to take a nice deep inhale in your own timing. Suspend the breath. Invite more breath into your body. Expanding through the field. And then exhale it out. Two more times. Nice deep inhale. Suspend the breath. Create a seal from your root chakra, from your root mulabund. Draw the energy up. Siphon more energy in and oxygen into the body. And exhale. <laughs> Last time. Inhale. Suspend the breath. Invite more breath into the body. And exhale it out. <laughs> right, so the one to three breath reset. We can do this. Just practice it throughout the day. Notice how if you tune into your center of gravity, you can really feel that balancing in the organization that the breath just naturally creates. I do believe that the breath really guides us towards our neutrality and our balance. And so this one to three breath reset is a fantastic, powerful, powerful tool for us moving forward in, into the future. And so just take a moment and just really observe. You can even put your hand on your heart or your solar plexus or even down a little lower up around the navel area and just feel your heartbeat that pulse that you just invigorated with three deep breaths and just come to know this space, know this place. It's your, it's your center, your tuned in center of gravity. So really, really become acquainted with it and make it your home base, so to speak. Because as we travel, as we manifest into the future, as we grow these new ideas, these new belief systems that we've been been contemplating and practicing and activating, we are really looking to, it's important for all of us to fine tune, to be able to come home, to come to our center of gravity, our home base, to get energy, you know, to, to resource and source like we've been talking about. And then when we do that, when we're grounded and we're centered and we're at home base neutrality, that's the best time to tune in to basically synchronize with the cosmos, as I say. It's a cosmic synchronization practice. So here we go. The sun is in the early phase of Leo, the fire sign. It's a fixed fire sign. And these early phases of Leo are sort of getting our chops up where we're, I, I like to think of the evolution of the Zodiac, you know, as we get to Leo, we're getting our chops up with our own understanding of our emotions and our mindset, and how we're interpreting the world, and our will to live. So I just, I just backtracked through the zodiac with that one sentence. It's pretty cool. 
So if you can think about the, the forcing, the energetics of the sign of cancer being all about the emotions and then the energetics of the sign of Gemini being all about our mental state, our ideas and our gathering of information. Taurus is about our sensory perception and our third dimensional experience within that, the materialization of that. And then the Aries is that spark of life and our will to live. So culminated, those forces culminated in the sign of Leo are this really beautiful self-expression, a unique self-expression that comes from our own, our own source, you know? And so it's each one of us has our own resonant frequency, our own vibrational expression. And this is the time, this is a really powerful time this Leo season to start to cultivate that, to start to nurture that and, and see how we can start to find ways to let our soul shine, to let our radiance grow. And it's, it's one of my favorite times of the year, this middle phase of summer, because the energy, the, the light of the summer season in the Northern hemisphere has really brought forth a lot of illumination and clarity it is also really cleansing. The heat of the day just purifies things. And so there's also like a purification. And when I think about Leo, I always think of the brave heart or the courageous lion, you know, the, the courage and the brave, the courage and the bravery that it takes to really express ourselves and to be ourselves is it takes practice and it takes a lot of grace too. And so this lion lioness time, as it, as we settle in a little bit more, what's really cool about this is that we can start to get into a, like the heartbeat. It's like in my history, my ethnicity, my background is very much rooted in this heartbeat, this dance and rhythm, the heartbeat with drums, like the heartbeat for me is very much drum and dance. It roots back to the indigenous native practices, the indigenous native roots of the drum and dance, as well as the drum and dance of the African roots. It, it has very much in my own life, it's been a place of where I come to practice and pray and move energy and circulate and set intentions and, and really seek guidance and clarity and vision you know, it is a place of envisionment and power and of manifestation. This, this idea of, of really establishing a beat and a rhythm, a rhythmic resonance. And so this is the practice. This is the embodiment practice that we talk so much about with the core calibration. As we tune into our center and we fine tune our alignment, we become more aware. We can become more focused and clear on the messages that we're receiving, but also in the expressions of that we're, that we're giving, the radiance that we're projecting onto the planet. And this is these are the big lessons right now. I do believe as we come forth, as we start to bring forth some of this energy that's been sort of held back or, or contained over these last few years, we're, we're being called. I feel it in my heart of hearts. It's like we are being called to let our soul shine. And that is unique for every single one of us. And so it, it requires every single one of us to start to take responsibility, to tune into our awareness and our focus, feel that heartbeat, that rhythmic resonance, and let our pulse 
reverberate, our rhythmic pulse reverberate through our physicality into our field and then beyond into the world. And when we do that, it's coming from a really powerfully shot. It's coming from a loving vibration. And, you know, that's, that's a big thing when we're, when we're tuning into ourselves, that's a low, that's a loving vibration. And what I found is like, there really are, I heard it a long time ago, but there really are two types of, there's like really two frequencies. You can break it down into love and hate or love and fear. And, you know, the, it's just like it, at any one part of the spectrum, it's like, am I going down the fear or hateful road or am I going down the love road? It's as simple as that. You know, it's the positive and the negative, the light, the dark. There's not really a bad or a good to it. It's a matter of where we're at in that spectrum. And as we step into this, as we start to set these higher intentions and these higher visions for the future, it's definitely that line between that line is, is a slippery slope. It's a fine line. And so I'm really asking myself to be, to come with love, come with love. If it's got, if it's rooted in that loving vibration, no matter where it is on that spectrum of love, it could be like unconditional love, like superpower, high power, (laughs) shiny, bright love, or it can just be like, feels pretty good kind of love. Let's start to like work that frequency. We want to be on that end of the spectrum as much as possible as we work through our intentions and our prayers, as we envision and manifest, you know, because the minute we start to go down the other road, I mean, that road is there. We want to be clear about what we're, what we're receiving from that information of those frequencies. However, the focus, this is where it comes into like the focus and the the point of how we really direct that energy is everything. It is so important right now to create art, to really focus our minds, I, our emotions, vibration, our words, sound, power. That's what's happening. Which brings me basically to this, this waxing moon. We have the waxing moon coming up. It's going to be squaring the sun. So that's the first quarter square is a half moon. And that is... Uh, in going to be in Scorpio on August 5th. And uh, a Scorpio moon is mystic. It is like beyond the veil, intuiting and sensing beyond the veil. And I've talked a lot about this because this is the, the Scorpio moon is, is kind of close to the South. No- I mean, it's not exactly, it's not close, close, but it's near the North, the South node. And what I want to say about that is that the South node again, this where there's a, a message of the, that's coming through with the nodes, this axis of love and power, I've been calling it, which is that axis between Taurus and Scorpio. There's a lot of, there's, we'll talk about it, but there's a lot of astrological transits occurring around these points. And, and it's asking us to find, I, I feel called deeply to really fine tune how we can point our intentions towards the, towards the future, the direction we're going. And if we can use that, the, the intuition and the insight that the Scorpio moon gives us as far as being able to feel and sense and see beyond the veil, that which is maybe not in the third dimension, 
And then we can hopefully start to practice. This is the point is if you have the capacity, we want to start to ground and materialize these higher visions, these higher callings, this higher, the higher lessons, all the stuff that we've been kind of grasping at and, and conceptualizing and idealizing a little bit. We want to start to bring some of that forth into, into the world that we live in, into the world into the third dimension, so to speak. And the materializing of it really brings it down and into the third dimension so we can start to actually have more humanity experience that. And then with that more greater experience, then we're creating an evolutionary push. So here's the thing. If you're on the front lines, if you're here listening with me right now, listening to me right now, talk about this stuff, there is a good possibility that you're, you're working towards the towards the light in the future. And there's we those of us that have the call that are, that are called, this is where we get to engage and start to really embody and practice these these things that we know. We want to start to bring our our visions and the things and the the things that we know that are giving us energy and life force in this powerful time. Live it on a day-to-day basis so that the people around us can see it, become witness to it. The more of us that can witness these, these potentials, these potentialities, the more possibility we have to move towards that direction. But if we're focusing on the things that are not necessarily the direction that we want to go and the way that we want to see the world, that's going to create more of a trajectory and a momentum that direction. I mean, hear this. It's so serious. <laughs> it's so serious. I'm giggling. And it's true. And we, we should take it serious, but we should also be, it's a playful, it's a playful experience, experiential and experimental time. So that's what the Leo energy brings as well. And so we're just flexing a little bit, seeing what we can do with our power and our resource. Okay. And then that brings me this axis of love and power. It really brings me to this North node conjunction with Uranus and Mars at 18 degrees in Taurus. Now the Taurus energy, this axis of love and power is asking us to, again, fine tune our sensory perceptions with that, which is unseen, unheard, unspoken, unfelt. I mean, it is the beyond the veil. We're looking to bring a balance between that, which is un like we can barely grasp. We can only sense and and feel into a third dimensional experience so that it's something we can start to experience. We want to experience these things. And so this North node coming into that joining forces with that Uranus and Mars, it's activation time for the soul's mission. The North and South node, they bring forth a focus. They give rise to this awareness around our future and our past the direction that we're headed versus the where we've been. And there is a clear line right now being so, so defined every single day. It's like I can see it clear, more and more clearly every single day that there is a line of, are, am I, is this future, is this future based or is this going to take me into past old ways? Old, old ways, the olden days. Now, some of the stuff from the olden days can be used for the future. We're we're harnessing some of those ancient practices of from the old days. However, 
there's a huge slippery slope into like, just get back to normal, just get back to the old vibe so that we can not change, not grow, not evolve. And again, I don't know. <laughs> I'm moving into the future. I'm going over there. I'm heading into the future. So who, whoever wants to come, I see you walking side by side with me up this mountain. You know, this is what it's about. One breath, one thought, one step, one day at a time into the future. We're envisioning our soul's mission with precision, which, so I, I, you know, the Uranus thing is it has this capacity to bring a lot of electricity and, and inspiration and uh, I mean, unpredictability, but also it's like rebellious. It feels a little rebellious to just drop and pivot. You know, but like, these are the days it's like really trying to see where's my, where am I getting energy? Where's my vibration getting energy and what's depleting my energy? And it's just like, we, I, we want to really hold true to the stuff that's giving us energy because the more energy that we have, the more we can give to others. It's a we're looking for this energetic reciprocity and this North node with Mars coming in to that. You, coming into a lot into that 18th degree with Uranus and Taurus has this, we can use this as a really, really pivotal time to sort of launch ourselves towards, we could activate and actually energize, electrify some of our highest potentials, some of our deepest yearnings, our soul's vision and mission. It's the thing that's driving us to to continue to live and thrive on this earth. It's very powerful. And, and again, with it rooted in that Taurus, it's asking us to tune into our senses, use our sensory system to really begin to interpret and, and engage some of these ideas and this higher thinking and higher, higher thought processing and bringing it into, into our day-to-day third dimensional living. <laughs> So it, it kind of brings me, Uranus actually is, I want to talk about Uranus a little bit today because it brings, Uranus is a higher octave of the planet Mercury, which really means it's, it's a higher, it's a higher mercurial vibe vibration, which, which is very much about our thought process, our mental, our mental capacity and our ability to really express ourselves. And this leads in with the Leo stuff. It's so beautiful. I love how when we sync cosmically, it's like the messages are so clear and all of the messages weave together. It's when we tune in, it's just the message is clear. So the message is for me right now seems to be all about focusing my thoughts and feelings because our thoughts create reality And so do our feelings. Our feelings can be influenced and influence our thoughts, which create our reality. So we've got to get really, I'm practicing getting really, really clear about my thoughts and feelings, thoughts and feelings. And then from there, word sound power, my expression, I'm doing my best on a day-to-day basis to work these thoughts and feelings and then to really be mindful about my words, my word choice my internal speak, you know, the, the way that I self, self talk, self speak. It's a, it's, it's a thing. 
pay attention and, and notice again, is it in that loving vibration or is it in the hateful, fearful vibration? You know, if it's on the others, if it's in the, 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 the fear vibration, tune in, like maybe there's some energy that there's something that we, that is you're getting insight into. However, you know, we tune in and then we see, is this necessary right now? Is this something I need to focus on? If not pivot towards a lighter vibration, a loving vibration. And, uh, you know, this is all backed up by this, this philosophy that's called mentalism. And it's one of the seven hermetic principles and the seven hermetic principles are, are a, a group of principles established by Hermes Trismegistus, which is a character, an ancient philosopher from the Hellenistic period. And basically a lot of the ideas you'll, you'll actually hear, hear a lot of the hermetic principles within my studies, because I found these seven hermetic principles to be some of the core foundations for understanding life on earth as a human being, as a spiritual human being who's thinking and feeling and looking to heal myself and the world. So these are, these are really powerful principles and practices. The, the, the philosophy of mentalism is basically that the mind is fundamental reality. The mind is fundamental reality and our objects of knowledge, the things that we know only exist as aspects of our individual consciousness. So the way that we think individually and the way that we understand our consciousness, our, our state of consciousness is basically reflected in our understanding of the world and the way that we perceive it and our very reality. So deep. I say this mentalism is also another way of saying that our thoughts become reality. And so if our thoughts become reality, then this requires very, very much a focus of, of the way that we're thinking. Our, our actual vibrations around our thoughts. And so again, it comes back to that. Am I thinking, which, which way is this thinking? What is this, th- this thought giving me? Is it giving me life force? Is it giving me energy or is it bringing me down? Is it a perpetual bringing me down or is it something that I need to, or is it causing concern or something that I need to address? You know, there's a lot of different things on the spectrum, but again, to tune into our thought the way that we think, <laughs> it's a, it's a very rich practice in manifestation. And so the clearer that we get in our thoughts and feelings and starting to project those into the world, then we can start to, again, nurture and create the reality that we want to see the future that we want to see. So this is a very important philosophy that we, that I find, um, helpful for practicing, just keeping me centered and grounded and upbeat in this time. <laughs> the other concept and idea that I wanted to share with everybody that I think will help us all integrate some of this, these, un, are these energies that we're experiencing through this North Node conjunct Uranus and, and Mars is this idea of the observer effect. And this is a concept that is rooted in quantum physics the observer effect. And it's the idea that it's the concept that basically 
observing any situation or phenomenon or phenomena changes it. So just looking at something and noticing it, becoming aware of it on any level, varying degrees has an effect to change. Potential changes are occur just from our very focus, right? So that's the other way of saying it, is that focus and awareness initiates change. That is so deep, y'all. So deep. And so again, it's like, if our thoughts create reality, and our focus and awareness initiates change, think about how powerful we are when we tune into our center of gravity, we find our we find our source energy, circulate it through our field, giving us energy and vitality and clearness and our resonant vibration, then we can really start to focus our thoughts and feelings and emotions and reality into a reality that we are really trying to manifest, you know? And so this is like a big grand scale that I'm talking about it on, like a very grand collective scale. It can also be as simple as just bringing it back, honing it into your life, you know? And, and I encourage all of us to start to Again, play with this idea of what is the mentalism? What's my state of mind? And then I would always add to that my state of emotions. You know, this is a, this is a balancing and a unification of the mind, body, and spirit. And when we can tune in, this is like the organization of things. When we can tune in on a physical level, then we can manifest in a third dimensional way. And through that, we can begin to move energy and transcend it actually into higher dimensions. And there's a common thing, and especially into this next week, we're going to hear a lot of, there's going to be a lot of talk about portals (laughs) and, you know, evolutionary leaps are, are really possible right now. I just want us all to be very mindful about whose portal, what portal, what are you talking about, Willis? You know, there is this being able to tune in and take responsibility for our own center of gravity and our own energetic vibrations. And, you know, so because these, this, in these times, these, this dawning of the age of Aquarius it's very much about us stepping into higher consciousness as human beings, which definite re- definitely relates to higher levels of understanding, higher dimensionality, higher vibrations. You know, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like, you know, every, well, this is one of the, we all like, everyone talks about going 5D. This is what I like to say. Everybody's talking about going 5D when most of humanity right now is barely functioning in the third dimension. Most people are actually like totally dwelling in the two dimension, the second dimension. (laughs) You know, if, if we don't have our, if we don't have that foundation built from the third dimension, we can't go anywhere. We can't go anywhere. So the third dimensionality is very much ruled in this axis of love and power through the through the axis of Taurus and Scorpio. And that's where this half moon is. That's where this conjunction of Uranus, Mars and the North Node all in in Taurus. That's where we're being called our focus is being drawn to this this place of understanding how we can create our reality through our thoughts and feelings. And that's interpreted through our sensory system, through our sensory perception. 
And so this is high, high times, high, high vibrational times, y'all. So making the most of it, we can do it. Super fun. And then, you know, this always just brings me back to this idea of how important it is to tune into our center of gravity and understand our own, our own connection to our, our life force and our physicality, our mind, body, spirit. And, you know, this is, this is all coming back again to this responsibility, the, the heavy is the crown, the, the lioness, the lion, the lion and the lioness vibration of how when we step into our power and we, we take responsibility, there's, there's an ownership and a leadership that shows up, this presence that shows up, that's royal. It's the Raj, majestic, royal vibration that comes through, that we shine. And again, it becomes a reflection for others to step into their power as well. The more of us that do this, the better off this whole place will be. You know, and I, I just think so much about this whole idea, this living in rhythm is very much about tuning into ourselves, tuning into our center of gravity, fine tuning with the rhythmic nature of the sun and the moon. And as it relates to the earth and just really tuning into the elements and, and really honoring that, that those natural forces, those, those cosmic rhythms that are so much a part of our life that we've kind of turned our focus and our back to. If we can turn our focus, if we can reclaim this connection to earth and this connection to the elements and the cyclical nature of the sun and the moon and these effects on us, how we, we can begin to ride and, and tune in and harmonize with these rhythms, it becomes a very healing, not only for ourselves, but for the planet. The more that the world changes and the climate is evolving as these elements come in, you know, Mother Nature is speaking loudly through the elements. And I feel like if we can tune in and really begin to ground our energy and connect with the earth and connect with these natural cycles, we can start to harmonize a little bit. And I feel like that has a powerful, powerful effect on, on these elements. You know, it's, it's not about changing or redirecting them, but it's about like making that again, like becoming aware and focusing on these things in a healing through a healing lens versus the fearful lens, really beginning to honor ourselves and our responsibility, our vibrational responsibility to what's happening on the planet because as we ground and center as we step into our majestic raj vibration and we start to let our soul shine with the power of love i mean <laughs> yeah do it you know do it we we want to do this for ourselves and for our our families for our children for our ancestors for our animals and the plants and the land, the land that we live on, you know? So, you know, I always like, I try, I do this on a regular basis. I really ground with, with the earth that's surrounding me, the, the land that I live on. I connect with the trees. I listen to the birds. I feel for the winds. I tune into the sky. I'm looking up. I'm looking down. 
I touch the earth with my hands, with my bare feet as much as I can. Connect with nature in all the ways that we possibly can. This is how we're going to start to heal this place. You know, put your focus, put your mind where it gives you energy. And you'll find every time nature, nature gives us energy and we can give it back. And so when we focus our hearts and our minds and our feelings into those places that are that are revitalizing and rejuvenative, recognize the power of this. The power of love is immense. The power of our own vibrational resonance is immense. And the more we learn to let our soul shine from this loving place, the more we can start to really see the, this light, more of this light come into the world. And, you know, I'm saying it now because if it's easy for you now, good. This might not be easy for everybody. You know, you got to work on, you got to work your way. It's one day at a time, you know, and I also want to say that this practice comes in so handy at the times when we need it most. You know, I will say this, that there are times in my life where I felt like, where I felt overburdened with grief or despair. And these practices, just that one to three breath reset can do so much for recalibrating the core, for grounding our energy, for allowing that healing, that just re reharmonizing vibration to come through. You know, it's, again, when you, when we can learn to source and resource this for ourselves, it's one of our best skill sets that we can develop. It's one of our best tools for the future. And so we do it. The people around us will be inspired to do it as well. It's, it has this, this ripple effect, you know, so go ahead, let your soul shine. (laughs) And with that, I just thought I would share another tune with you. This one is called Make Change. And it's actually a duet. I sing it with my good friend, MCAD, who composed the music and the, also the theme music for the podcast. He composed that. He also composed some of the lyrics along with myself. We, we co-wrote this song. And uh, long story short, the, this, this is an old school track with a new school message. <laughs> it's, this is, we go by the freedom movement when we play live. So this is the freedom movement. MCAD and Sister Sunday. Make change. I sort of lose track of time Now and then I try to separate from the mind Focus on the breath and envision the divine Manifesting peace, love and discipline I hope you're listening I sort of lose track of time Now and then I try to separate from the mind Focus on the breath and envision the divine Manifesting peace, love and discipline I hope you're listening I sort of lose track of time The mind is a terrible thing to waste And just in case you hadn't heard I've been representing love and that's my word and I'ma do it to death From my first to my last breath I'm gonna live for the movement Know that improvement Starts with myself and Yeah I'm gonna recognize the oneness Connects all among this planet that we live See We Be like prophets in our own mind Manifesting through 
time is such a beautiful place, yo. And in the face of a negative space, I manifest peace and grace. Yeah. I sort of lose track of time. Now and then I try to separate from the mind. Focus on the breath and envision the divine. Manifesting peace, love, and discipline. I hope you're listening. I sort of lose track of time. Now and then I try to separate from the mind. Focus on the breath and envision the divine. Manifesting peace, love, and discipline. I hope you're listening. There's still time to make a change. For the bettering of our world, we still have time. Every single one of us, every single day, we still have time to make a change. Yeah, yeah. I sort of lose track of time. Now and then I try to separate from the mind. Focus on the breath and envision the divine. Manifesting peace, love, and discipline. I hope you're listening. I sort of lose track of time. Now and then I try to separate from the mind. Focus on the breath and envision the divine. Manifesting peace, love, and discipline. I hope you're listening. Every single one of us, every single day, we still have time to. Make a change. So I hope you enjoyed that musical drop. And I just encourage every single one of us to continue to focus on our hearts being so brave, being so rhythmic, being so in tune with the earth, the moon, the sun, and the elements, and then letting that breath, that energy rise, that kundalini energy rise through our center and circulate into our field and create a healing vibe, vibration for this place, this, this space that we're in really just harnessing our ability to really focus our thoughts into reality and start to initiate the change that we want to see in this world. Be the light, y'all. Let it shine so, so bright. When we focus on today, we're creating tomorrows from yesterday. When we focus and concentrate on the future, we can manifest. <laughs> For real. All right. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. I love you. Blessings and love on your journey. Peace. Peace.